Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesday and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like you. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Every time we get an update to the Nintendo Switch firmware, Nintendo tells us about stability. Except you can't increase the stability of the kickstand through a firmware update. Thankfully, Gravelogic made Switchblades. Switchblades are rail covers that give the Switch a more bold and refined appearance, and they also feature a hidden kickstand that provides better stability, better viewing angles, and folds right into the rails themselves. They have a Kickstarter starting on November 13th, so make sure that you head on over, check out their four tiers starting at $15 at gravelogic.com. The 2018 Game Awards, the nominees, are now uh, here, and man, oh man, Nintendo did not do very well this year. Uh, Just looking through all of the stuff that was uh, mentioned. So first off, let's take a look at Game of the Year. Um, We've got Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Celeste, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Monster Hunter World, I forgot that that came out this year, but... Only thing here that's uh, available on Nintendo Switch is Celeste, and that is not a console exclusive. Uh, Best ongoing game, we've got Destiny 2, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, that I am surprised to see there. Overwatch, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, no Nintendo stuff there. Uh, Best game direction, no Nintendo stuff. Uh, Best narrative, nothing from Nintendo. Best art direction, uh, here we go, Octopath Traveler. That is a Nintendo Switch exclusive. So, and while I haven't seen, I haven't played God of War. I haven't played Red Dead Redemption Two. I've never even heard of Return of Obra Dinn, uh, and I have not played Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So I can't really speak to this. But I will say this: I found the art direction in Octopath Traveler to be amazing and fantastic, and one of the prettiest games. I've ever played, which is saying something for some for a game that is, you know, essentially a 16-bit RPG. Uh, although that's not really doing its just it justice. Um, we didn't get any uh, Nintendo games for best music or best audio design, uh, best performance. Nothing there either. Uh, let's see, games for Impact. Uh, Celeste is in there, but nothing from Nintendo. Um, best independent game, nothing from Nintendo, although the messenger is also on Nintendo as well as dead cells and, uh, Celeste. So there's three games that are on the Nintendo switch, uh, best mobile. I don't care. Uh, best VR game. I don't have a VR thing, but I want it so I can play beat saber. Beat saber looks like so much fun. If you've never watched somebody play beat saber, you absolutely need to check that game out. Um, finally, 
we've got, um, I'm going to scroll to best family game. And the reason I'm scrolling all the way to best family game is because that is when Nintendo stuff starts finally showing up. Best family game, uh, Mario Tennis Aces, which I don't know if, I mean, it's a good game, but I almost, I almost feel like this is nominated just to say, hey, we didn't really nominate Nintendo and other stuff, so let's nominate them for this because uh, Mario Tennis Aces, I'm kind of disappointed in that game. It was really fun, but then unless I'm playing against people I know, I just don't enjoy it. Playing against the random people online, they're just way too good. I can't compete. And that's not really the fault of the game. It's really the fault of me. Um, But that was really flash in the pan, and it didn't stick around. Uh, Nintendo Labo. This is, I don't know if I really call it a game, but it's certainly something that families can do together. So I think that Nintendo, you know, they've got a really good shot there. Uh, Overcooked 2 I haven't played. Star Starlink I haven't played. But Super Mario Party. If if I were to put money down on which would be the best family game, I would say probably Super Mario Party. That game is really fun, uh, especially when you're doing, uh, you know, sitting together with a bunch of people. Playing online, meh, it's not really that great. But sitting together with a bunch of people, Super Mario Party is actually pretty damn fun. Uh, so I think that that's probably going to be getting uh, best family game. Um, oof, man, my ear's ringing. Uh, let's see, what else? Mar- Mario Tennis Aces is for best sports game. I haven't played any of these other ones, so I, I, I really couldn't uh, speak to that. Um, and that is it for Nintendo. They, they did not do well this year. Uh, you can't expect them to do as well as they did last year. Last year, they just cleaned everything up, and... Like, it was uh, best game direction, it was best art direction, it was uh, best game, it was best family game. Like, they did, they cleaned up everything. Nintendo just destroyed everybody. And that's kind of uh, exactly what happened with Nintendo this year is, is they've, like, if you look at the Game Awards, it's exactly the same thing as the games that they've released. Last year, Nintendo was killing it over and over and over again, just one hit after another. And then this year, I mean, I'm not going to complain because I still have more games that I can play. Um, but they definitely uh, they, they definitely slowed down their pace of releases. And it's perfectly reasonable for them to do that. I think that the reason why this list is the way that it is and the reason why uh, the releases this year are the way that they are is because Nintendo put a lot of emphasis on getting really, really good first party stuff out last year and then leaving this year for the third party companies to come in and, and, and play cleanup. And we also have to keep in mind that, you know, smash isn't out yet and it, it can't be on this list. It'll have to be on next year's list. And I'm sure that it will be because the people who've played it, played <laughs> the people who've played it have said that it's fantastic. Um, I just I can't see Nintendo pull, doing exactly what they did last year again. Like it was just too much, and this is going to be kind of a drought year from Nintendo. But that doesn't mean that we didn't have anything to play because, good God, did we have a lot of stuff to play? I've got. 
over 150 games on my Switch. 150! Like, I I can't play them all. There's just too many. I've got 150 games on here. And I think Nintendo said that they had, I think it was over 1,000 games released. Uh, so, not Nintendo, like, but games on the Switch. And some of those are good, and some of those are bad. Most of them are okay. But I think that this list is a very good indicator of what happened this year. And what happened this year is Nintendo just... They spent everything last year, and now they're playing catch-up. And they're letting the third parties kind of lead the way this year. And I think that that's an okay way to go about it. What do you guys think? Let me know. Nintendo has kind of won really big in their lawsuit against uh, loveretro.co and loveroms.com. These are two websites that were basically uh, ROM websites where you can go and download old ROMs for Super Nintendo, NES, Genesis, TurboGrafx-16, whatever have you. Okay. And Nintendo sued them, and they the, the websites got taken down, and now there has been a, a lawsuit going on, and the, the judgment has come out. This is via Torrent Freak. Um, the, the judgment is $12 million, which I'm going to assume that these sites cannot do anything about that like that seems like an in an unsurmountable i can't imagine that a website that was giving away um roms for you know for just for advertising i can't imagine that a a site like that was making enough money that 12 million dollars uh is something that they can handle like that seems really really uh bad for them and it's not just about the roms though it also has a lot to do with the fact that uh, that they were also these these websites were also using Nintendo trademarked uh, art and stuff like that, which of course you do. Like, I mean, don't don't tell Nintendo, but I have little little NES controllers in my podcast art. Hopefully, they don't come after me for that. Um, I, another podcast that I listen to uh, has. Like the, the the um, the the straight up just a logo from a Nintendo game as their podcast art, so it's definitely something you want to be careful of. But Nintendo coming at coming after them for twelve million dollars that seems really really crazy to me. Actually, it's um, the plaintiff is hereby awarded judgment against all defendants jointly and se- severally. In the amount of twelve million two hundred thirty thousand uh, dollars, I'm sure that this is going to be something that has to do with um, I can't remember what is it when they try and do a do-over appeal. So I'm sure that this is going to be something where there's an appeal from the parties because basically I can't imagine that the plaintiffs here, or not the plaintiffs, that the uh, the defendants can afford to pay $12 million to Nintendo. Um, at the end of the day, I'm sure that they'll end up paying less than that, but this is a pretty big scare tactic that can now be used uh, by Nintendo whenever they go after somebody. From here on out, 
if Nintendo goes after somebody for using their stuff, they can say, hey, look, this judge said that uh, these guys owe us $12 million. Do you want to take that risk? Take the stuff down right now. And I know that there's people who are going to be angry at Nintendo for doing this. I've I've talked about um, I, I'm, I've talked about you know emulation and it's a morally gray area and it's definitely not a legally gray area uh, because legally uh, it's it's perfectly legal for you to have ROMs as long as you are the one that ripped them. Uh, that being said, about websites like this, they're definitely illegal websites, and I understand that Nintendo has a an obligation to its stockholders that if it does not go after sites like this, then the stockholders of Nintendo can sue them and say, you are not maximizing our profit. And that's, that's how it works with, an, with, an, um, with a publicly traded company. Uh, that being said, I, uh, I think that this is bad for fan sites. I think that this is bad for the uh, preservation of video games because some of these games are going to be impossible to get and um, we want these things preserved. We want to have these things forever. And whenever Nintendo gives me the opportunity to send them some money, I clearly do. I clearly do. But I still, I don't want the games that they don't decide to put on here. I don't want those games to be lost in the ether after, you know, some fire burns the last copy of uh, Little Samson or whatever. Uh, so I don't know how I feel about this. I'm, I am curious as to what you guys think about this judgment uh, for in, in Nintendo's favor. Uh, $12 million is a bucket load of money. You can, buy a lot of, uh, you can buy a lot of Joy-Cons with that. At least three or four of them. Atari introduces the woman of the year, Ms. Pac-Man. Nintendo has been advertising like crazy. I mean, I'm somebody who does not have cable TV. I don't watch sports. I don't watch TV when it happens. I watch Netflix and Hulu uh, and YouTube. And even I have seen uh, Nintendo ads. And it's not when I say, uh, you know, I see like uh, on Reddit or something, oh, here's the next Nintendo ad. And I go to watch it to see what it is that they're talking about. Like I just see them in the wild. Uh, Nintendo is really pushing hard on uh, the, their marketing for Super Smash Brothers and what's happening here at the end of the year with Pokemon. Like, Nintendo is just everywhere. Oh, my God. Speaking of Pokemon, before I go any further, I can't believe I didn't add this to the show notes. Um, if you haven't already seen the Pokemon Detective Pikachu movie uh, trailer, stop watching this. Go watch that, then come back. All right, did you do that? Because if you did, and now all of the people who are listening to the podcast are confused because I said watch. Um, wow, that looks awesome, doesn't it? Like, I, I'm, I'm a fair-weather Pokemon fan. I don't really care all that much about it. I know that my son is excited for Pokemon, but this movie looks great. And Ryan Reynolds, I feel like he might be the perfect choice to voice Detective Pikachu. Although, uh, <laughs> it's funny. I opened up Twitter the other day, <laughs> and I saw that Danny DeVito was trending. And all I could think of was, oh, no, what did he do? Like, that's, that's how it goes now. Whenever you open up Twitter and you see a male celebrity uh, name 
in the trending column, the only thing I can think of is what did this person do that make that means that everybody's mad at them? Well, Danny DeVito didn't do anything wrong. He just wasn't cast as Detective Pikachu. And I guess a lot of people really wanted Danny DeVito to be Detective Pikachu. And I have to say this, having heard Ryan Reynolds, uh, his portrayal of Detective Pikachu, I think it's hilarious and he's got a great take on it. I also would have loved to hear uh, Danny DeVito as Pikachu. You know, it's like this one thing where we just have to wonder what would it have been like? And, you know, it's some alternate universe. That's what they're wondering. They're like, in some alternate universe, Danny DeVito was cast as Pikachu. And everybody's wondering, how come they didn't cast Ryan Reynolds? And we'll never know what that alternate universe is like. But it's fun to think about. All right. So now that I got that distraction out of the way, let's get back to the task at hand. I completely forgot what I was talking about. Oh, I was talking about advertisements. Uh, So they've been having one smash advertisement after another. Uh, The one that I think is the best, and I almost guarantee that there's somebody at, uh, you know, somebody in in a meeting room someplace uh, they were looking at this video and they're like, okay, what music did we put behind this? And I'm talking about the one where the, 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 the person is looking up at the sign and they see suddenly Mario comes down and smashes the ground and they start fighting. And somebody was like, what music do you put behind that? And they were probably all arguing about it. And somebody said, you idiots, why would we put any music behind it? Let's leave it without any music and we'll let the players, we'll let the internet do it for us. And sure enough, it worked because I saw uh, DMX on there. Um, you know, people did put Queen on there. I even made one where I used the old commercial from the N64 version of uh, of Super Smash Brothers uh, with So Happy Together on it. And I mashed those two commercials up. But people were doing it with all kinds of music. And it's it's I don't know what it is, but it seems like this video tends to go... With just about every song, I don't think it was something that they did on purpose, but it just happened to work. And no matter what song people put with it, it seems to work really well. Um, Morgan13 in chat says, did someone do the Benny Hill theme tune because that goes with everything? That's true, although that might be a little too fast for the, um, like there's a lot of slow-mo stuff happening in that video. So maybe not, maybe not every song, but most songs are working really, really well with that video. Uh, they also just announced a uh, Black Friday announcement, which was kind of cool. They had some guy dressed up as Luigi, like a giant Luigi suit, um, and it looked super creepy. I'm not going to lie. It creeped me out more than a little bit. And like he had some some presents that he wanted to get wrapped, so he sent them through a warp pipe to... Somebody who wraps presents, I don't know who it is. I think it's probably, if I were to guess, it's probably some YouTuber who wraps presents, uh, and that's her her YouTube channel. Um, but she ended up wrapping the presents and sending them back to Luigi. Uh, but the real point of it was to, uh, sh- to talk about Nintendo's Black Friday uh, announcement. Uh, you're going to be able to get Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Bundle. For $299.99, so that means you're getting Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for free on Black Friday. Uh, Mario Maker 3DS uh, bundle for $79.99. Now, I think that is the price of just a 
a 3DS, uh, well, a 2DS bundle. I didn't mean to say that. It's like the wedge-shaped 2DS. Uh, I think that's the normal price for it. So you're basically getting Mario Maker for free, which is an awesome game. Uh, although I haven't played the the DS version of it. And then, for some reason, I don't understand why, but they also threw in a Joy-Con wheel for 14 bucks. Uh, sure, okay. I don't know. I guess it's fine. Um, but those are the, the deals from specifically Nintendo. Now... We also have other deals, which this was sent to some, uh, to the community Discord, uh, which you can join over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. And there's a video that's about to play because I'm on... There we go. I got it muted. Um, it, um, this is on GameSpot's website, and we've got a whole bunch of deals that are coming up. We've got uh, Kohl's is offering a, a Turtle Beach headset. Um, RDS carrying case. I don't know what that is. $90 in Kohl's cash for $330. That's not... Oh, okay, here we go. Best Buy is offering a Switch bundled with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for $300. Uh, that's the same thing as the Nintendo one. Uh, Walmart is doing the same thing. So this is actually all the same stuff again. So sorry about that. I didn't realize that this was the same exact deals uh, that Nintendo was offering. I thought it was company or places, retailers that had other stuff. Uh, going instead, I think that I think that if you don't have a switch or if you know somebody that doesn't have a switch, this is a no-brainer. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is a fantastic racing game. It's my favorite racing game of all time. Uh, it's so so good, and to be able to get that game for free with the Switch, that is a no-brainer. Plus, this thing comes with two controllers. So you don't even have to buy an extra controller if, if you don't have the money for it. Uh, you're getting two controllers uh, with the system. I think that's fantastic. That's a really, really good deal. And if you haven't picked it up, you should. Uh, lastly, one more thing before I uh, stop talking about Black Friday is the fact that if you didn't already know, I'm an Amazon affiliate. And at this time of year, there's a lot of people buying, spending a lot of money on Amazon. And if you are one of those people that spends lots of money on Amazon, uh, please do me a favor. Click on the link in the show notes, which is not there yet. I'll put it in the show notes after the fact. Uh, click on the link in the show notes. And all it's going to do is take you straight to Amazon. And then I want you to delete your old Amazon bookmark and replace it with this one. Just rebookmark it if you live in the U.S., and what that is going to do is every time that you buy anything at Amazon, no matter what it is, Amazon, and it doesn't cost you anything extra to do this, Amazon will send me some money. So hashtag sellout, just do me that favor if you could. Um, that being said, uh, that $299 for the Switch and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, damn, that's a steal. I bet you it's probably not available at Amazon uh, either because this seems like a brick and mortar kind of thing. Anyway, let's move on. The more game cartridges a video game system plays, the more fun it is. Two quick stories for the lightning round. Uh, the first is that the the game Five Night at Freddy's, which is basically supposed to be like a scary game that is not gory, which seems like it would re be right up my alley. I, I did get one of the Five Nights at Freddy's games Um like in a Halloween bundle or something last year when I bought a bunch of uh, scary games. 
And I played a few minutes of it, and I just didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. It didn't seem scary to me. It just seemed creepy, and I didn't like creepy, so I ended up uh, deleting it. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of people out there that love the Five Nights at Freddy's uh, games. Um, my son asks me over and over if he can play them. I keep telling him no because I'm mean. Uh, but anyway, uh, that game, Five Nights at Freddy's, they are bringing the original one to the Nintendo Switch. This comes to us via N- Nintendo Life. And uh, it, it basically says, I'm working closely with the people at Click Team to create new, improved HD ports of all the original games. They will re- be replaced replaced they will be released on android ios switch xbox and playstation so it's going to be all over the place if uh, that's something that you're interested in now you know and knowing is half the battle uh finally i got an email from john uh john says uh hey bill how's it going just to answer you on the topic of online service for switch trying to think of what question i asked uh they said my thought personally I could care less about the games I played 30 years ago. Don't get me wrong, but it's cool to check out a handful out. But in reality, I maybe jumped into the selection for a half an hour since it went live. And I'm with you there. I totally understand. It's just a bonus. That's all I care about. I just want to be able to play games online. It's just a bonus, uh, a little extra thing. Uh, However, I would say take the chance and play those games online with somebody, especially ice hockey. That game's great. Um, he says, what I think they should do is give a freeze game, a freeze game. Oh, a free game. There's a, there's a lot of typos in here. What I think they should do is give a free game a month. That is yours. For example, I know, uh, via Facebook that in October PS4 subscribers got the Friday, the 13th, Friday the 13th game, which looks awesome, but I am a one system house and the choice is switch. All right. So basically what he's saying is it would be nice if Nintendo did the same thing that Xbox and Sony are doing. And every month you get some free games uh, for subscribing. It's not free. I don't like that that we call them free games because they're not free. We're paying for them. Uh, But you get these games because you are a member of the club. Um, I, I have a ton of games on my PS4 that I've never touched because of that that um, uh, that uh, program. I think it's an awesome program, and I definitely want to. Uh, I, I'm going to stay with it. I, I've also played some of those games that I've gotten for for. See, I, I almost set it myself for free. It's not really free because I'm paying for it anyway. Uh, they went on to say. That is what Nintendo should have done from the gate, and just those people who buy the old games keep doing through Virtual Console. Uh, Not sure if this will reach you before the show, but have a good day. It did. And so thank you very much, John, for emailing me. If you want to get a hold of me and uh, let me know what you think about whatever it is, there's a lot of ways that you can do that. You can join our community Discord at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. There were some people who said, hey, Bill, your link isn't working. I think I've got it fixed now, so it should work. Um, You can email me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can get a hold of me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. And you can call and leave a voicemail at 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. Let's wrap up the show. People in the industry say Nintendo simply has the best games. Music for today's episode is by Tony Lays. It is called Super Kicking Robo Idol Irena. Uh, Official soundtrack in progress on the... 
too cool to be human version. That's quite the title, uh, Mr. Lays. But thank you very much for allowing me to play your music on the show. If you want to check out their stuff, uh, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash music. Uh, if you are looking to for ways to support the show, first off, we had an advertiser earlier on today, uh, Switchblades, which I have right here in my hand. And if you want to check out their stuff, make sure you join their Kickstarter and let them know that you heard about them uh, right here on Switchcraft. These are the little things that go on the side. They're really cool. Uh, I think that they're neat anyway. Um, you can also just head on over to uh, runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Once you're there, you can follow any any number of links. I recommend you just replace your Amazon bookmark with this one, and uh, then, then you'll be helping even without even thinking about it. Uh, finally, uh, don't forget that if you want the full show, you can come and watch live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, uh, or... Uh, you can watch the videos that I post over on YouTube at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. Um, make sure that you stop by, say hello. I'm happy to have you guys around. Uh, I will see you all next time. Until then, bye-bye. <laughs>